0: When you get older, it's time to get bolder There ain't no use in taking abuse Listen of course to our friend Dr. Forrest Stand up for yourself to put your life on the shelf Now we're calling on you Let's open our mouths all join together Stand up and shout Age loudly! <laughs> Age loudly! out and party, don't stand in line being age-appropriate's all in your mind There's no age limit on taking a chance Go singing, dancing, try some romance Be the queen of your prom and reach for your gold Cause it's never too old to rock and roll Now we're calling on you Let's open our mouths all doing together Stand up and shout Age loudly Everybody shout Age loudly I Had a friend who watched TV Morning tonight, night. Woke up one morning saying, This isn't right. I'm laying around, just getting fatter. Going to get out of hell. it's like it matters now. He's living his life like a hand in a glove. So get off of the couch, live the life that you love. Now, calling on you. So, if I'm out, all join together, stand up and shout, Edge loudly. Everybody shout, Edge loudly.
1: Hi everyone, this is Sandy Altman, elder law attorney, senior advocate and musician. And um, I wanna welcome you all to Age Loudly, the podcast. I'm here with uh, my co-host, Dr. Larry Force. I almost forgot the doctor. And um, we have the biggest crowd we've ever had on a podcast. So uh, it should be a a lot of fun and I'm gonna turn the mic over to Larry. Actually, actually, we're all in separate places. So I'm not turning over anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this by Zoom, because uh, uh, it's that, t- uh, that time of our lives. And uh, so, Larry, wanted to take it over and introduce all 20 people we have here.
2: <laughs> That's funny. It's funny, uh, it's not 20 people, but uh, it's a number of people. And uh, Sandy, thank you so much for the introduction. Um, this is going to be great. Uh, We're talking about a very serious topic, but I can't think of any other group I would want to be talking about that topic with because of the energy and synergy that they bring to the table.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. That's for Uh, sure. uh,
2: The theme, you know, is elder abuse awareness. And we're going to talk a little bit about how we got here and then open it up for free dialogue. And I have to tell you this, and I've, I've thought about this long and hard, the people that you're going to meet here today, it's a who's who of who everybody should want to be like. Every one of the people that are on this um, you know, podcast today are at the top of their game, where whatever playing field they're playing on, okay from practitioners to uh, agency directors, to supervisors, to um, executive directors of agencies, to uh, students at the top of their game, to uh, healing center owners. Um, attorney advocates, uh, you know, and that's, uh, you know, Sandy, uh, one of the things you'll hear, and it's not going to be a real stretch, but you, know, you, you might know him as Sandy Altman, but uh, on his Gmail account and in his world, he's known as space lawyer. And I think everybody, you know, can agree, you know, uh, how we've arrived at that term of space lawyer. I've asked uh, people to mute, you know, uh, so this way there's not a lot of background noise, but Maybe you can unmute as long as you keep the background noise uh, you know, as limited as possible because we want it to be a free, a free exchange. Um, how did this start? Um, well, yeah, anybody that knows Anne-Marie knows that it always starts with Anne-Marie, okay? And the fact is that Anne-Marie had asked me, I don't know, six, seven years ago, if I would come over to uh, some senior day and uh, provide a, a presentation and try to uh, you know rally people. So I go over there and Emory did a wonderful job with that as you always do. And what were there, about 200 people there? There were a lot. Yeah, yeah, and you do this every year, this annual Senior Day. Yeah. And I go over there and I give the presentation. And at the end, um, because I worked for the state for years, I'm into acronyms, so I had this slide called Get Up, which is a group of elderly that understand power. And they like that. And then my last slide was Age Loudly. And they love that. Okay. And the fact is the theme was, you know, act like it's never over, you know, get up and age loudly. So I like the reaction and I go to another conference and I do the age loudly thing. And now I'm starting to talk with my students and we're integrating technology into our class. And we're talking about, you know, getting the message out, whether it be on LinkedIn or podcast and, um, we go and uh, we're involved in a, uh, a conference um, that uh, is promoting elder abuse awareness. It's got a nice turnout. And Sandy, who anybody that has worked with Sandy for over the course of time, you know that we've all tried to run from him for 20 years, especially if you give him a microphone. Okay. And the next thing you know, he's asking me, calls me, sends me a, a, an email. Would you mind if I wrote a song about age loudly and put in your name? So, you know, I didn't just so I'm thinking, you know, I grew up in Mount Vernon. So I'm thinking, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how this is going <laughs> to go. I, mean, I really don't know how this is going to go. So I said, yeah, you know, as long as it's, uh, you know, within reason. So he and his band put together this Age Loudly song. After the conference, he comes to me and says, listen, uh, you want to have a discussion? So, look, we've been on boards together for 20 years, but we never really got to know each other. So we go out and we break some bread, have some breakfast, and you know what percolates is from the discussion with the students and everything. What about doing a podcast? So we ended up doing this podcast. And um, it's been well received. And 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 the whole thinking is, you know, age like it matters, it's never over the whole theme. And we brought in, you know, and, and Tim Murphy's here from Adult Protective Services. He's been on the podcast, anne Murray's been on the podcast. Alyssa's been on the podcast, I've I've asked Sharon to join a podcast, and we had planned to do that, and then the the world got turned upside down, and of course, we're going to come back to Dr. Jerry Abitiello and get her on a specific podcast, but in the meantime, what happens is, you know, we have all of this information about elder abuse training, and how we're going to get it out there, and then the world turns upside down, so in discussion with Tim and Anne-Marie, you know, is there a possibility that we could take the material that we have and use other examples of platforms like we're doing with the proactive care getting the, the video blogs out there and they said yeah let's go 14 days ago from today that's when we 14 had our, 14, Fourteen.
3: Yeah.
2: 14 days ago from today we had our first discussion and that discussion included jerry and it included sandy and it included alyssa and the answer and the answer was and, and Tim and the answer, was, and Anne Marie, and the answer was let's go. So uh, Alyssa came in, you know, Alyssa J. William from the Healing Center uh, started to frame this thing out. First thing I did was I reached out to Sharon Mary Cohen and I said, I'd like you to be involved in this project. And the, and the fingerprint she brings to this discussion, you'll, you'll hear about the role that she's playing. And next thing you know, last Monday we did our first uh, podcast, the video cast. It's not a podcast, it's a videocast. It's a 10-week program that we'll talk more about as we go through. But I have to tell you that who would have thought that in 14 days, from a point of concept, that we're having this, Sandy's doing a, a newspaper article, the college put out a press release already, we're doing yeah. good stuff. And, and the synergy with this group, and maybe, you know, because we're not naturally muted people because of the fact that, I mean, why is it that we've clustered together? I mean, m- many of us have known each other 25, 30 years, you know, mm-hmm. and we're still playing together. And now mm-hmm. we have a very serious topic, but we're bringing our personality skills and the way that, and, 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 and this has been a, a, a lot of, can I say fun? I don't mean fun like ha ha ha, but we've had a lot of fun being involved with this together and the exchanges, and, 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 and that's who we are and to make it natural. We never wanted to be a talking head presentation. So I'd like to to open it up. You got the history of the age loudly. You got the history of how we arrived at the development of this elder abuse awareness virtual coalition. And that's what this is in the new world, a virtual coalition, be able to get the message out. So if everybody could turn off their mute and run to the microphones, who would like to? Go ahead.
4: I would love to say a couple words. I absolutely agree with you, Larry. We've been playing with this for, maybe playing isn't the right word, we've been discussing this and really talking about how we know, uh, I've talked to you, I've talked to um, Tim about this, elder abuse and scams are just, just Never ending. I just got a whole list of potential new scams today that I've got to send out to everybody to be aware of. It's, it's just growing and growing and growing. And we've been talking about it. And, you know, there's a yearly um, symposium, which is great. And we've done that for a few years. Um, And we've, we've been you know, talking about, you know, we need to do something else to ramp it up. So do we do a rally or do we do, you know, just to bring some more awareness? Do we do an elder abuse awareness walk? What do we do? And, you know, as Larry said, lo and behold, our, our world changed and we are still going through this change and we don't know what it's going to look like when we come out of it. But this gave us the opportunity to say we have to do something because there's 16 million people out of work, but there's one group that is still now, 22
1: now, 22 22. 22. 22
4: million. But there's one group that the first of the month is getting a paycheck and everybody knows that. And it's our Mm -hmm. responsibility. And I believe it's our responsibility, which is why I think this collaboration that we have with all of these amazing people um, is so, is so strong because we all take this personally that this is our responsibility to keep a, a fairly vulnerable population safe. And by doing that, we're able to, um, I think I just lost you guys.
2: No, we're here, somebody no, shared no. their screen.
4: Okay. Uh, but
2: would, that be, doing- would that be you, Sandy? No, I, no. No, I think it's me. All right. All right and and that's fine we can still see each other but the fact is we're also seeing your screen so you may want to get off of that screen sharing thing unless you wanted to to reference something but go ahead and and amory before before you go on let me i I think this is an opportunity for me which i forgot uh, because of the fact that that's how comfortable i feel with everybody but to be able to introduce people that are here amory is the um Director of the Orange County Office for Aging, Tim Murphy, as a supervisor for Adult Protective Services, Alyssa J. Williams, uh, who is the founder of the Hudson Valley Healing Center, Sharon Mary Cohen, who is the executive director of Jewish Family Services and also has a designation in, in elder abuse issues, um, Sandy Altman, as you know, Danielle Maglione, who's come in, who's come on as as a, as a consultant to help us, you know, ramp this thing up. It's been wonderful. Diana Valentin, Miller, Navita, Navita is here as, as an intern and we're so glad you're here. And I think I captured everybody because uh, I'm just having a little bit of problem with the screen thing here. But yeah. I, think, I think I'm trying I'm, to fix okay. it
1: on my end, I can't do it.
2: I think Sharon, yeah, if you can give her a screen share.
1: I, I don't think she can do screen share. I think only you can do that, Larry. No, that's
2: not true because I, let, I, oh. I, I made it available for everybody.
1: Oh, that's okay.
2: A, that's a default setting i see sharon i can't hear you because i think you have mute on now hold on let me just unmute you about. i have muted myself i've got mute on because i don't trust my puppy she'll
5: probably start barking i've I'm tried right. all the <laughs> options and i can't get out of
2: this all right so diana this is where you do your your skill set how can she get out of this
1: how can we all get out of it i, I know I
3: on her the same button that she shared her screen on there should be
2: a button that says "unshare," right?
5: Exactly. So she's on her desktop. Is that what she? This is what.
2: Yeah, she's on her yeah I'm on my desktop. Exactly. But I
5: didn't. I didn't share my screen. I just ended up here somehow. How so about you just try exiting out of Zoom completely? I can
4: do and then that then just... and then come back in. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Oh, oh, here go. we got, oh, there we you go. There, your screens
4: there off. There Beautiful. you go.
2: As as everybody that's listening can understand, we are technologically advanced as long as we have Diana Valentin Miller standing by our side.
1: Thank you, Diana.
4: Uh, uh, Danielle, maybe you can come down yeah. to my office and help me with mine because I'm not quite sure what I did.
2: <laughs> well, wow. you, have, you have a wonderful looking ceiling. I got to tell you that. <laughs> just touch
3: just
4: Wait.
2: Danielle is going to the rescue
4: thank okay. you did
2: Danielle is oh, helping. Oh, <laughs> oh, well there she is there she is
1: <laughs> she's fine so this is gonna be have... a long session <laughs> so,
2: so let's go back to this what what and and Amory if you could circle back for a second you said that you've just been alerted about specific scams yeah. that yeah. are going to be sent out
4: there- yeah, there's some crazy scams. There's one, it's called UN Capital Development Fund. It's where it gives $20,000 grants to anybody that's over 60, that is disabled, that is unemployed, and the only thing you have to do is sign up and give a thousand dollars. So you'll only accept 19,000, but you have to put a thousand dollars up front and then you get this $20,000 grant where you don't have to pay it back at all. And um, no strength attached, but God is blessing us and helping us. And you can also make a request to your friends to share the contact information. So stay away from that. There's also, um, let me tell you some of the other ones. There's also some-
1: I I heard about the overpayment scam. Did you hear about that? I heard on the radio this morning.
4: I didn't hear about that. Um, There's a National Residential Improvement Association um, free grants to homes for, to repair their homes while they're socially isolating. And you know, just have to fill out a little form and pay a small, finder's fee Um, a lot of it is just you know calling there was one that they called saying that they were finding uh, they were close to finding a cure but they ran out of funding and did they want to make a donation and then there of course there's the one where um, hey is this grandma I was just diagnosed but they said I've got to pay $500 for the, the vaccine and I don't have the money can you help me? So they're all out there, and we've really got to be, and, and you're, me, now, you're me, now isolated, so you got to be extra careful.
2: And let me ask you something, and this is to uh, you and to Tim specifically, but the fact is that, you know, when we first, when people first hear about elder abuse, they always think it's, it's physical.
1: Yeah. And
2: then we find out that far from it, you know, and it's, it's really, you know, can be extremely abusive regarding the financial issue. Mm-hmm. So, I mean although that you know the uh, central workers are only working at the you know at the workplace but you guys are still both you uh, representing a government agency and Tim representing a government you guys are still open for business. So mm-hmm. what happens if somebody does receive that or somebody you know does receive the phone call where they're being you know badgered about giving money and stuff like that what what do you do what what would you recommend well, Tim you want
6: to the telephone scams are really difficult, and the, and the email scams are really difficult to intercede on. Uh, Larry and Anne-Marie, you talked about social isolation at last week's meeting, and we'll continue with that theme. We've all talked about it before, but for those seniors who are socially isolated normally, let alone with the world that we live in now, they're desperate for contact, they're desperate for feel-good measures, they are ripe for picking for those kinds of phone calls and emails that talk about all this feel-good stuff. They want to participate, they want to be involved, they want to get some extra money, and because they're alone, they're older, their 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 acuity is a little impaired, you know, they're they're not thinking as quickly or as adroitly anymore. And uh, so the, the scammers know it. They, you know, when I do financial exploitation training down in New York, these guys are actors on a stage. They they are scripted and they are collecting information about the people they're reaching out to. Anne-Marie just gave a good example. Uh, oh, you can forward this all along to your contacts, friends and family members. Uh, so it is extremely difficult to intercede in. In Adult Protective Services world, when we're in those homes talking to those people who have been victimized, uh, they are embarrassed. Two, they don't believe they've been scammed. They, They wholly believe the scammer because of the kind of information and relationship they have developed with the victim. They're developing a personal relationship and they glean personal information. One of the ways they glean the personal information is surveys and other emails that either come in the postal mail or online. And you know, uh, online keeps track of anything you click on or anything you shop for. And so the, the scammers glean this information about us all and uh, as they do, and if you respond to them, they will have personal information about you, your likes and dislikes, your music, your, your food, your shopping, your relatives, and they will weave a web around you that is extremely difficult to break. You know, I, I, think-
2: I, I just want to say this, Andy. i read this thing one time where, and I practice it as much as I can, when somebody calls and says, hi, is this Larry Force? Never to say yes, because right. of the fact that they yes. could be recording your voice and then using that as a voiceover in order to access personal records and things like that. The yeah, that's thing, a big- That's a big one. The other thing is my mother-in-law has called us twice, very concerned because she received a phone call from somebody that said one of the kids had been involved in some type of incident or accident, and could they send money to help out? And she's like, you know, is everybody okay? My
6: daughter daughter received a call recently telling her her social security number has been suspended.
1: Oh, wow. kind of inherently...
6: but I see people who try that.
1: You know what, what yeah, you know, uh, w- one of the things they're talking about uh, today, uh, I heard this sh- show on this, um, it's a couple of things, but um, the government never calls you. It's always by mail, generally often registered mail. Uh, the IRS never calls you. Uh, um, I think unemployment now <laughs> calls you if, if, if you if you put in um uh, an application, and they have they have like a, and they have to identify when you put your application and stuff like that is, but um, uh, a couple of things uh, as attorney, I've had people come in uh, and, and talk about this uh, the ver- various scams. One of the things I always tell my clients is never lend money to um, anyone in your family. <laughs> it's always a gift if you're if you're going to loan it. Um, never sign, uh, co-sign anything. Uh, grandparents hate when I say that. Um, if someone calls you and says, can you make a donation? I, I tell them, write, uh, write what you want and mail it to me. Okay? Right. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you know, can sort of curtail this. And one of the things you said, Tim, about, uh, about getting information, they sell that information. Absolutely. Sell that information, make a bundle, and then they don't have to do anything. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so the, uh, the, that's a biggie. And the other thing I wanted to mention, I've had people come in, I had a family who, who came in and basically said, look, our brother has wiped out our parents' bank account. What do we do? And there was a big argument because the mother said, I don't want my son going to jail. And basically I said, look, you know, he's going to do this to someone else. Maybe you can stop him. You may not go to jail. Maybe we'll just go probation or get scared. Um, but watch out for your family members, okay? This is a time when everyone is really vulnerable. And, and, and I hate that others are taking advantage of this. And this is one of the reasons why what we do is so timely and important now. Because we have to get out there and, and make sure people are aware of this.
6: Mm-hmm. So this afternoon, I have an APS social worker out in Port Jervis on the behalf of an 88-year-old woman whose bank branch in Port Jervis is closed. So the perpetrator took her to a branch of the bank that was open in Pennsylvania. And uh, the bank did not like what was being done or said. Uh, She's probably withdrawn about $12,500 in two weeks. Uh, The bank did their suspicious activity report, made a report to us. Uh, Just as we started, the caseworker was at her door. She's refusing to open the door, but she's telling him through the door that she has about $200 left. Uh. And so the the perpetrator is uh, the sister-in-law's sister who lives up in Southern County someplace. So we don't know what kind of web was woven, uh, but uh, the, the bank reacted in bank speed at lightning speed, but there's $12,000 going in two weeks. So Andy, I appreciate your comment about, you know, family members or extended family members or extended family members. You know, th- there are a bunch of people out there that feel totally entitled yeah. to what's over there. I'm going to get it anyway. I'm the last of the family.
3: I uh, need it now.
6: I yeah. need it now. You know, th- you know they, they don't need it. So uh, and this stuff just runs rampant, and it, it pulls at your heartstrings when you look at a single little old lady who is probably socially isolated, not just because of COVID-19, Mm-hmm. she's older and, the, and her family's dwindling and somebody suddenly paid attention to her, but they put her in the car and took her to the bank. No,
2: and, and Sandy mentioned something awesome. that Anne-Marie that Ann and I heard a lot about at that senior day is the fact that, you know, because when you would think that, you know, somebody ends up getting scammed, they can reach out to the office for aging they can reach out to adult or protective services but in reality they're hesitant to do that because they're concerned about the police being involved and then arresting their their son or grandson or daughter or granddaughter yeah. and you're know, also
4: and embarrassed yeah. well, i was going to say and they don't and they don't want to admit that so you know what somebody's dollars. if my family finds out about that the first thing they're going to say is you can't live alone And then they're going to lose their independence. So it's almost worth losing the 5000 as to not lose their independence. You know, I just found this one. I've been looking for it. while we've been talking. It's a new one. And it's The I always say these scammers are so sophisticated and so smart that if they could use their brains for good. What a great world we'd have, but there's a new one and it's um, It's you can receive it's a federal it's a federal grant that you can receive up to $150,000. And it's the Federal Empowerment Grant. And you can call Agent Greg Olson, because yeah, he's- that's a great one, isn't it? But what people will do if they're not sure, they Google Greg Olson. Yeah. You see, he's the State Director for Aging. And then they say, well, it's gotta be legit. So he's been trying for the past two weeks to get his name disconnected from that. And he's having a really hard time doing that, it, which is incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. Sharon, Sharon must- for a moment, could you talk about the role that you play in this elder abuse uh, focus?
5: Sure, but, Amberie, i second.
2: sorry.
1: Um, Sharon, give me a second. You know, yeah. um, uh, we have a lot of guests here. And did I tell sing. you?
2: Did I tell you? Don't give this guy a microphone. Did, I, did I got you, a new I mic. Everybody, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I think he's trying to get the mic from us. Actually, and you know the nice thing, I have the ability to mute him. Okay, so let's have a vote.
1: Okay? <laughs> You'll okay. be sorry. Okay, okay. This, this is gonna be quick. Okay, uh, for those of you who are listening, you know we have a lot of guests uh, today, and, and if, if you want want to um, contact them or have some suggestions or 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 some questions or something. Write down their names and sen- send it to us. We'll fo- forward it to them. Very good. Our, our, our um, email is age loudly the podcast, one word age loudly the podcast at, at gmail. Any questions you have about this or any situations where you'd like us to refer you to one of the people in, in um, our coalition, just uh, se- send it out. Yeah. and. Uh, and, and for those of us who are sitting there, maybe you can do this, Larry, make sure that, you know, they'll say their names or you say their names so
2: people will Absolutely. know. Absolutely. And, and the other thing is, I mean, that's a wonderful resource for them. But I I would recommend that you contact them directly, too, so they, they don't have no, to I, go through no, us. No, and that would be the Office for Aging or Adult Protective Services. And we'll give, you know, we'll ask you, uh, all of you, to give your contact information as we go to summary, which is not yet. But Sharon, is it possible that you could just provide a, a quick overview of, of the role and the elder abuse? Uh, you know. Sure. Um,
5: I am the Executive Director of Jewish Family Services of Ulster County. We've been involved in elder abuse for probably the last 10 years in Ulster County. We, have had a number of grants, primarily from the Office of Aging State of New York Lifespan, to do elder abuse education. And three years ago, we got a grant to do the elder multi multidisciplinary team, specifically for Ulster County. Then there was funding that came down from the federal government that went and correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, went to the Office of Victim Services and also to NYSOFA for elder abuse multidisciplinary teams. And the purpose was to create a hub because scammers work in more than just one county. And if they're doing elder financial abuse, more likely than not, They have targeted people in the Mid-Hudson region. So we applied for the grant and we got it, unfortunately, because of some of the things that have been occurring since January, late January, early February. The contract is somewhere in the state of New York, but the purpose is to establish these elder multidisciplinary teams in each of the five counties in the Mid-Hudson region. Sullivan, Ulster, which has had one for three years, Orange, Duchess, and Rockland counties. So we'll be working on that. And, and, what's, uh, th-
2: and what's the actual role of these teams? I mean, is it, I mean, we've put together informally, but very powerfully, a team, a coalition and we have the voice, so it would be something like this?
5: No, the role of the team is actually to review the cases from very different perspectives. The members on the team are generally law enforcement, definitely Office of Aging, definitely Adult Protective Services. They're the lead agency in New York State for elder abuse. Um, banks, um, legal services, and anyone who has some knowledge and interest in elder abuse to review the cases, make suggestions, recommendations. And there's also the availability to have forensic accounting. And legal services through contract.
2: And and the fact is that this will continue on. I mean, this is a like soft money, like a grant, a three-year project, or. Well,
5: it started out as a one-year grant, and it was relatively successful. We were one of the first EMDTs. There was New York City. There was the. Um, guess it's not the North country, it's whatever the area around Rochester is. And then us and Lifespan was able to advocate for, along with the Office of Aging and Adult Protective Services to expand this and make it statewide.
2: So so the so the takeaway that we'd want our listeners to hear is the fact that they don't have to do this alone. You have the yeah, office, right you have the Office for Aging, you have Adult Protective Services, you have this entity that's now being developed, that's that's firm in, in Ulster County, that's now being developed in the Hudson Valley. And and I think that, you know, if we were looking for a goal today, the goal today is to talk about the fact that there is this virtual coalition in place. And that there are a number of people and organizations and agencies and institutions that are available and open, so you don't have to do this alone. The, the thing that, that, that I think is important to circle back on is the fact that in the initial conversation with Anne-Marie and Tim, look, we're aware of the fact that we have all this content. And we're looking for strategies to get it out. And the one thing that we did was we reached out to Dr. Jerry Abitiello and to Alyssa <laughs> Williams. And the purpose of that was to get both of their voices and fingerprints on this project. Um, Alyssa, could you just spend a moment and talk about what the project actually looks like as far as the 10 weeks and public service announcements and everything?
7: Absolutely. So the Elder Abuse Awareness Virtual Coalition, um, once it got organized and started, is really comprised of delivering messages of elder abuse in two formats. One is a weekly video uh, podcast that goes out on Mondays. And the other one is going to be public service announcements that Dr. Jerry's putting together. And those can be used on the radio. Other agencies can share either project in any format they want and network it through their channels. And it also has a complete social media interface. So everybody has access 24 hours a day to the information.
1: Can you give us contact info, like website, and uh, we, do we have a, a YouTube station up yet? Or um,
4: absolutely,
7: whatever, you haven't been on it.
4: Saw,
2: whatever
1: we, oh. <laughs> whatever we you've
4: you know. not been on it. I've watched it three times. <laughs>
2: exactly. he's, he's too busy looking at everybody else's Facebook page. Okay, that's <laughs>
7: Yeah, if you go on to um, YouTube, you can type in Elder Abuse Virtual Coalition. And the YouTube channel will pop up where you'll find week one. And on Monday afternoon, you'll see the second week and every Monday after that. We're on the Alicia. Um we're on the
2: Yeah, we're seeing a little technical problem with your with your voice, your audio.
7: Yeah, do you know what probably because I'm calling in.
2: Oh no, Um, you're back. You're back.
7: Okay. Well that's good. I like to be here. So um, what else okay. did you want me to give well, out, I mean, Sandy, the anything fact else?
2: Of The fact of the 10 weeks we've identified people through the connection with Anne-Marie, um, there's a special guest on uh, this Monday, and that's Greg Olson, who's the director of the State yeah. Office for Aging. The real Greg
4: Olson, not the scam Greg Olson. Right,
2: not, not the okay. scam, not the, sure? real, <laughs> the real Greg Olson will be there. But, you know, as you can see, you know, again, from a point of concept, 14 days ago, you know, Alyssa, you and uh, Diana and Danielle and uh, Navita have done an unbelievable job in lighting this thing up. I mean, <laughs> really, is I mean, it, it was, has been an
7: incredible team. We're so grateful to be here.
2: I mean, your, your, your fingerprints truly are on this. And you mentioned about, you mentioned about uh, Dr. Jerry Abitiello with the public service announcements. Uh, here's, a, here's a little disclaimer. I love Dr. Jerry. <laughs> okay, I, I, lo- I love her, okay? Also known as to me as Jer And anybody that knows her, you know, for as long as we do, they love Dr. Jerry. And because of the fact of, of the voice of calm, reasonable, and very direct, because she's from Yonkers. So while well, that Yonkers always overrides everything else, but very direct message. So maybe, Jerry, you could spend a moment just talking about yeah. the voice that you bring to this uh, initiative. No, you're on mute. No. All right, then you got to you got to make the computer a little bit louder. You're still not loud enough, chair. Oh, not loud enough. Try. We can see you clearly. Okay, which is beautiful. What are right. How's that? No. 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 Try moving closer to your mic. Here comes Dan it, uh, Diana, to the rescue, I like this.
6: <laughs>
3: Got a, a Mac And there is no mic.:
2: here. That's better.: That's, That's better. better. But, but on the button on your keyboard, increase the volume.
7: This is when we get to see the true sibling conversation happen.
2: That's right. <laughs> This is the okay. I think we can hear you now. No. No, not yet. No, something's uh-huh. is wrong. What she may have to do is also X
1: out, sign back in, and then test the mic before she comes don't in. Don't want to
2: say goodbye to her.
1: Uh, uh, Jerry, there might there might be a um, uh, a speaker icon at the bottom of your screen that might might be able to.
3: I have record.
2: That sounds better. Better, that's better. Just get a little bit closer. Whatever you're doing, just talk into that. No. No. What if she calls in? Yeah. How about that? How about just going back? Going back to the Zoom invite and just call in. What a great idea. See that zoom invite, you can just call in on your phone. All right, and while Jerry is taking care of the technical thing, I want to go back to Anne Marie for a second. Yes. well here you are, you're open for business. And Jerry we'll we'll bring you right back. All right, I've got to add the All right. I think there's a reverberating noise though. all right
3: yeah, I just signed out of the, the desktop
2: yeah right. you're
3: fine now yeah. can hear you. okay all right so w- how am i involved i'm not sure because you're all doing much more important things than i am
2: that is so far um, from the truth <laughs>
3: <going>. <laughs> so one wh- of the things uh, i've looked at different conversations that people might um have need of if they were frightened so um one of the issues um, that I thought I could bring to the table is topics like hope and what to do with fear, how to use your resources, how, how you use even your spirituality that is worked with people for their 80 years or plus, and, and actually be able to kind of use what were their coping skills and their resilience skills over their lifetime? And just to be able to give some down and dirty tools on how to manage stress, how to manage um, their fear. And I was thinking while um, you all were speaking about the notion of um, being afraid to report someone. And so how, how might someone use language differently so they don't feel quite so guilty um and also how to recognize that whether guilt is valuable and um and then, in the context of COVID, you know, everyone puts all of their fears about their finances, their housing, their family, everything, into one box. So, just being able to speak about how to compartmentalize things, so you can deal with one part of it at a time.
1: Yeah, if you could, uh, Jerry, talk a little bit about um, what uh, what you mentioned um, regarding. Uh, reluctance of family members to report other family members? Because uh, as an attorney, I've had that a lot, you know? Right. And, and people come, come in and say whatever they say. And, you know, when it comes to, okay, can we speak to the police about this? Can we speak to the DA about this? You know, then they back off. Can you talk right. about that?
3: So part of it is to see, you know, what happens if they have a conflict in their family? Um, and if there's a lot of punitive behavior, then we have to go in one direction. If, um, if the reluctance is they're afraid of retribution, um, in people, you know, cutting them off or those kinds of things. Sending and, them
1: to a nursing home. Yeah. That's a biggie.
3: Yeah, right. So, and help them, you know, to understand that our cognitive function is altered by anxiety and depression. So you know, as as somebody gets very anxious about when you say I I'm going to report you, can I report to the police? Um, Part of what I think uh, I might be helpful with is helping people to recognize that what they're saying to you doesn't feel good. So and it's not a secret. And so if they could recognize that the only way we can help them feel better. I mean, they're in your office for a reason. They're calling, you know, um, Tim and other folks for other reasons that they they just have to be able to be gentle enough and kind enough to themselves that they can recognize doing the most loving thing for themselves is likely very likely to be the most loving thing for the person who may be behaving in a way that doesn't make a lot of sense does that help a, a little
2: yes helps a lot and i think okay. you can see, right i yeah. think you can see why i truly you know speak on behalf of all of us and how much we do love your voice at the table. Because I think, Mm -hmm. you know, for Anne-Marie and for Tim representing agencies, it's, you know, we're talking about elder abuse awareness. But it's not just for families. It's also for agencies and how agency, and don't forget agency staff, as you know quite clearly, are operating from a different landscape now. You know they don't have the collegiality or the ability to share with with other staff. you know what do you think you know how would you handle this because of the fact that although we are connected, the reality is is that we're also separated and I think you know jerry's point is can be zeroed in not only for you know the family members but also for the staff because sometimes they get, they get lost in our appreciation you know as, as a society.
3: That's an interesting point, Larry, because you recall what we did at the healing center, um, and uh, there were Tim's staff, I believe, that came, and we were talking about resilience, and the 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 challenging part for them is they are taking care of three generations, including themselves, maybe four, you know, they could have, they were, they were talking about having grandchildren and children and parents um, and then going into a home where someone is being dreadfully neglected and the conflict that they were um, expressing was really very um, sad and spoke to how caring those caregivers going out from um, Department of Social Services and older abuse are, how they want to help.
2: And I think, you know, the point is that, you know, uh, you know, what was our focus today? To be able to get the message out that we have this coalition, that we're here, I mean, we're providing virtual support, but we're also available. So if someone needs the contact and you'll hear the people's contact information in in a few minutes, but Alyssa, it's not just about content. It's not just about words. You know, one of the things that came up was about the issue of tools. Could you just talk for a moment? And thank you, Jerry. Uh, Alyssa, could you just talk for a moment about the types of tools that are available on your website as far as downloadable videos and things like that, that are available free for everyone?
7: Absolutely. So um, our staff had gotten together at the beginning of the coronavirus and as businesses were shutting down, decided that they wanted to offer um, their material for free to everybody. So if you go to YouTube and type in Hudson Valley Healing Center, you'll be able to access everything from meditation, Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga, and you can just watch it right there. And if you leave a comment or if you have a suggestion, um, we can work together on getting some new content delivered. We are putting up content um, at least five days a week. So check back, there's always something new. It's
4: amazing, that's a great tool.
2: Yeah, it is a great tool. And I think, you know, for Anne Marie, for Tim, I mean, even if you took the link to her website and sent it out on your, you know, your staff distribution list, because again, it's not just for families.
4: I just made myself a list to do that, a note to do that.
2: because I think- it list? It's a tremendous tool. I, it's my list. <laughs> so look, so you, know what, you know what our intent was, and I think we've accomplished it, and that is to um, let people know we're here. You know, uh, in the uh, press release that um, that Alyssa and uh, Danielle put together with the help of Diana and Davida, what was the thinking? The thinking was we wanted to introduce ourselves. We're here. And uh, we're not here just for the duration of the uh, isolation or quarantine from the uh, coronavirus. We're here and we're going to continue this thing. You know, as Anne-Marie said at the beginning, you know, we had talked about, okay, so now, you know, we're going to uh, move forward with this elder abuse awareness. This was, you know, a year ago and we started talking about different strategies and walks across the bridge and things like that. But those days are gone. Uh, At least they're not here now. And the fact is that, will they ever come back? Yeah, they'll come back. But I think this whole experience has been, we had somebody on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, Justin Logan, uh, also known as Ramdas, who's connected with the Healing Center and the Omega Institute. And he had a very interesting take on this. And the take was that uh, this is an opportunity. Everybody's talking about restriction and what we're giving up. And he was looking at it as, and these were his words, a point a time of rebirth. You know, so families are reconfiguring with each other. You know, families are reconnecting with each other. And I think that, you know, the idea that this being an opportunity is, is really loud and clear. And so yeah, as, we, as, as we summarize this, I mean, there's no way that we could be here without the help of uh, Diana Valentin Miller. And you saw how, saw how she even helped, you know, keep us alive during uh, This podcast. And, and also with uh, Danielle Maglioni and uh, Navita, I'm so glad you were able to join us, you know, via uh, the internship through Tim, because this, I think, is a tremendous experience for you. And it's, you know, I tell my students, there's two things you have to take into a family's life, your heart and technology. If you can only take one, you take your heart. But that emphasis on technology, you know, and, and we're, we're evidence of this at this point. Emory, could I ask, uh, before Sandy summarizes it, could I ask if you could just give contact information as how people could get in touch with you? Sure.
4: Um, always through our single point of entry, our New York Connect,
1: which is 845-615-3710, we uh, are- again, one, are you, one of the numbers got wiped out.
4: Oh, 845-615-3710. We are manned by live people, so you're not going to get, you know, press one, press two, wait for five minutes. There'll be somebody that'll be helping you right away. And even if it's a scam, you think, you know, somebody's going to give you $150,000, give us a call. We'll
2: research it for you. Perfect. And Tim, would you be able to share that information? Contact?
6: Sure. 845-291-2800 is the general business number for the Department of Social Services. If you need to speak with Adult Protective Service, you just simply ask the, uh, uh, the operator to connect you. Uh, we have live people uh, Monday through Friday to uh, uh, speak with you and to provide you with some pointers or to take a report of suspected uh, abuse or neglect and, and start it through our process. Uh, we are also fortunate enough to have uh, an answering service, so we are available 24-7. That is great. So for night times, weekends, and holidays in Orange County only, is 845-343-7115, option one, and, and tell the, the service operator that you, you need to make an Adult Protective Services report. If those reports are serious after hours or in the weekends, uh, my staff and I are pageable. So we, we are essentially available to the community 24-7 to take new reports or, or to help, help with uh, starting an investigation.
2: That's wonderful. There's a I'm the things I want
6: to mention just, here.
2: I'll a uh, like second, I just wanted Sharon to give her information first. Go ahead. Sharon? Okay.
4: <laughs> we
5: don't take reports. That goes directly to the particular county, to Office of Aging, or to Adult Protective Services. What we do is we work with each individual county to set up the teams and to be able to evaluate and document the individual cases that occur because we don't really have the best of reporting on elder abuse statewide. Although much of what we do have comes out of Adult Protective Services, and it's good, there really are more cases out there that just don't get reviewed. So,
2: and I think, I think your point is well taken, that you're really looking at it from a report perspective, and Tim and Marie are really looking at it from a real-time perspective and reaction. You
5: know well, saying? we're looking at it not only from a report perspective, but generally, elder abuse cases are complex, especially financial elder abuse cases. And when you have banks involved, banking laws sometimes is an impediment. You have to have some times also forensic accounting, so you can go through everything with a fine-tooth comb. Most of the time you're not. As an individual agency equipped to do that, this brings in a lot of additional assistance.
2: Right, this. and I think that's that's the takeaway. And as we continue to give contact information, that's the takeaway. Jerry, as the director of the Center for Life's Journey, you also have a private practice. How would people be able to contact with you, connect with you?
3: Um, they could. Uh, go through an online referral system through www.centerforlifesjourneys.com. And my um, phone number is 845-855-1508.
2: Thank you so much. And Alyssa, I know that... uh... You know, at your healing center, it's not just the classes of meditation and yoga, but you have so many other resources from salt cave to bariatric hyperbaric chamber to um, you know, oxygen bars and massage. So maybe you could just give your contact information as well, please.
7: Ah, absolutely. So via email, you can go to Elisa, E L I S A, at Hudson Valley Healing Center.com or give the center a call at 845-849-0838. Thank
2: you so much. Uh, Sandy, in wrapping it up now, in comment.
1: <laughs> yeah, what, one thing, uh, uh, so sort of, uh, you know, when, when uh, Tim was summing up, I, I just um, this sort of came to me. Um, uh, Tim's been on our, our podcast um, before, great information. Um, but um, uh, one of the things I I wanted to mention here, we've been talking about financial uh, abuse. There are other kinds of abuse that are also covered by this awareness is very important. There's physical abuse, there's emotional abuse. And I I remember Tim Tim spoke a a lot about uh, self abuse or neglect. So whatever the kind of abuse is, um, this is something that people need to be aware of, and there are laws about it. There are things to do uh, uh, about it to stop all, all kinds of things, but, you know, what what we have to uh, sort of put out there is this is not just about financial abuse. Everyone should have the opportunity to, to ha- have that quality of life, regardless of their age. And, and, and regardless of their health, regardless of their fi- finances. And this is one step, and it's a strong step, because this is a powerhouse group uh, that, that, that we have here uh, at, at um, addressing all those different kinds of abuse. So is it wrap up time?
2: I think it's a uh, wrap up time. Okay. All right. Uh, so.
1: Thank you guys.
2: No, but oh, listen, thanks. don't, don't up don't go away all right because the fact that even after the podcast is over we just want to talk for a moment okay so but don't go away but this is where he does his wrap-up time so go grab your lunch because it's going to be about a half an hour (laughs) larry is this when you sing no this is uh, speaking of singing i was going to wait to the end for your request but uh, let me do it now sandy let me wait to the end we're gonna we're gonna do the same thing and i'm gonna reference that at the very end okay but thank you for. <laughs> being here. all right so can you wrap it up like in about 30 seconds
1: um this one might be 45 seconds okay so i uh, we have a lot of gratitude to a lot a lot of different people um and i always want to make sure to hit as many as I, I can first as always want to thank Uh, our engineer engineer who who, uh, makes this possible. Uh, uh, We have the recording. We don't know what to do with it, but he does. He runs the radio station and and, uh, it's Brian McCann. From the very beginning, he's been with us and made this all possible. Thank you, Brian. Um, And uh, also, uh, again, I wanna repeat our Gmail um, address, it's age loud the podcast at gmail. Send anything you want regarding this or any of the, of the other episodes we have. Please pass this on to other people. This is important stuff today. Um, and I want to do shout outs to, to the Times Herald Record. Uh, every Tuesday, I have the 55 plus uh, section, which um, focuses on seniors, their families, caregivers. Um, a lot of good stu- stuff in there. Every once in a while, I write there, sooner or later, I will actually do a, an article about about our coalition, promise everyone here. Um, and I've, uh, of course, um, want to thank all of our guests, every single one of you, uh, you know, when we're together, when we're together in this kind of coalition, we can really get things done and we can really give out good information, and help, actually help people. And th- what's going on now, people need more help than others. And mostly, I think, they need to know they're not alone, and we're there for them. Uh, so um, uh, thank you. And and, and again, uh, this, this is the <laughs> Elder Abuse Awareness <laughs> Virtual Coalition. Did I get all the words in there?
2: You got it. You got okay. it. OK. Uh,
1: you can get us on, uh, get us online at, uh, on YouTube. A lot of good stuff, and uh, and right now, from this uh, from this podcast, you have a lot of good contacts as well. Also, I want to thank my great co-host, Dr. Larry Forrest, Larry.
2: Thank you, here. Andy. And I think, as we can all recognize, people of the coalition, people the listening, we understand why he has the designation of space lawyer. I mean, it's very very clear. The uh, thing that, that Anne Marie, I wanna circle back to this. Uh, Sandy said he would do an article. Um, and I wanna acknowledge the PR group at our college because they've also put out something. But Sandy, yeah. we would really appreciate you doing an article. But what has yeah. come up offline is we would truly appreciate maybe you thinking about doing a song. Not today, mm-hmm. let, me be, let, me, let me clear that up. Not today, but maybe about writing a song about this, just like you've captured other you know, social okay. events because I think yeah. that any way that we can get this out and, and you know, you have that creativity and skill set to do that. So okay. with that, I'd like to any, acknowledge
1: any other musicians here. Anyone play? No, 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 no. Say no.
2: Everybody say no. Come this on. Is, oh. okay. <laughs> okay. Say no. Don't, don't raise your hand. Okay.
3: Uh,
2: <laughs> I'd also like to thank Diana and Danielle and Navita. And I'd also like to acknowledge uh, my colleague and friend, Dr. Jeffrey Kahana.
3: Uh, Mm
7: -hmm.
2: To our Center on Aging and Disability Policy. So with that, you'll hear from us next time. Be safe, be aware, and know that you don't have to do this alone. And as Sandy so rightfully said, this has truly been a collection of a powerhouse of people. And for that, uh, we really, really want to thank you.
5: Can I ask a question before we go?
2: Uh-oh. I was just gonna hit. I was just gonna hit the uh, the end I, button, but go ahead.
5: I am just curious as to how much of an impact on ageism the virus is going to have, since such an emphasis has been put on the vulnerability of seniors.
2: You know what? That is a tremendous topic, well yeah. thought out. And I think that that even warrants another separate standalone discussion on our podcast about the impact of COVID beat, uh, COVID-19 on ageism. I love that, Sharon. So great, great thought. All right, everybody, you'll hear us next time. <clears throat> Thank you very much.
0: Where is changing going our way? Now we've got the numbers. What have I say? Make a decision that is everyone's right Empower yourself and vote how you like When you retire, don't close the book Strike out anew, give your world a new look One other thing that we want to mention If you're not mad, you're not paying attention Now we're calling on you Let's open our mouths. hold together Stand up and shout, age loudly Age loudly Everybody shout, edge loudly, edge loudly, one more time, edge loudly.